Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome once again to Las Vegas. Today you will meet two major stars from the world of music, and they're on opposite ends of the music spectrum. Up first, one of the great voices in jazz today, Steve Tyrell, joins us to discuss his new album, his Christmas show, and his next visit to Vegas. Also joining us a little later is one of the power players in hip-hop, Eddie Fuse, who is both a great performer and an accomplished producer. And the regulars are all here. Eddie O, the wine guy, talks about Thanksgiving. Gady Madrano of Flipping Vegas talks about real estate bidding wars. Brett Maley of Pawn Stars talks about his day job. And your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, tells us where to find the best barbecue in Vegas. What the world needs now is love. You know, I'm a huge fan of Steve Tyrell. We've had him on the show before, and he's with us again. He's got another great album. Steve's won Grammy, Grammy Award. He's had any number of hits on the top of the charts and singing that great American music that we don't hear much of anymore. Steve, great to have you. Are you kind of dedicated to making sure that some of the new generation really understand the great American songbook? Well, it's just something that I started doing and and... I fell in love with it, and it fell in love with me, it seemed like. The Great American Songbook is a, gave me a career that I wasn't even counting on, you know, doing these tunes. And the more I got into it, the more I realized how timeless and how precious and how great these songs are. So every I've made 12 albums, and all of them have dealt with one form of the Great American Songbook or the other. This album that I, we're talking about today is Back to Backrack. And that's Burt Backrack and Hal David's music, for the most part. And uh, that's kind of like the next generation of the Great American Songbook, you know? Yeah, his stuff was great, and it really kind of um, symbolized what pop music was like in the 60s. Some of that stuff was great, and again, it just seems like it's a perfect fit for the type of music you do. Right, and also my history. I mean, I I started working in at that record company, uh, that had Dionne Warwick Scepter Records when I was 19 years old. So I got to know and be part of those great Backrack David Dionne Warwick songs, you know. Well, people and, just uh, love that stuff, too. I mean, it's just, it, it's one of those type of things that, just timeless stuff. I mean, I think back to, you know, what what was, uh, you know, what raindrops keep falling on my head to uh, mm-hmm. all the I'll never fall in love again. And you do a lot of those songs on the album, don't you? I do. Yeah, both of those. And I, like I said, I was involved with those. B.J. Thomas was my friend from Houston, Texas. I brought him to the label, Scepter Records, and introduced him to Burt Backrack and Hal David. And they chose him to uh, to sing Raindrops in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And, of course, it won the Academy Award. So I was more than just reminiscing. I was part of those times. And I was at the Oscars the night that uh, they won 
sitting right next to Raquel Welch. I'll never forget. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How could you forget? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and I read in the uh, an interview you did where you said somebody said, well, where do you go to college? And you said you graduate of Bacharach University. So you've always been a fan then of Bacharach and Hal David, I assume. Well, it was like I got a job at, at 19 years old working for this record company. And uh, and the record company had Dion Warwick and Burt Bacharach and Hal David were writing songs and producing records for Dion Warwick. So it was just like, that's my education. I went to all the sessions. I did uh, record promotion. I took those records and tried to get them on the radio. And, and uh, it, they were part of my life. And now they're all classics. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. But you got to remember, when I heard them, they, was, uh, they were brand new songs. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, so you know, when you, when you hear that coming back again, there's a whole new audience, right? Don't you think for that? In the same way that there's, it seems like with the Great American Songbook and some of those you know, things that people associate first with uh, Tony Bennett and Sinatra and all that stuff, it, it just there's always a new generation that's hungry for it. Because they're great songs. They're great songs. They're not uh, they're like the music of today. I can't imagine some of the songs that are being written and that are big hits by... You know, artists like uh, The Weeknd, for instance. I mean, that's a good. That guy has pretty good songs, yeah. and uh, Bruno Mars. I mean, there are some good songs being written, but I don't think that they're gonna. You're gonna be listening to them in fifty years. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you know what else I like? Uh, I like the fact that you're doing an album. I mean, I I think people of this generation really don't understand how important albums were. And again, this is one of those where it kind of works together. It's not just not just a bunch of songs thrown in there. They work together. Yeah, exactly. And they, they also denote a time in history that they were written. And uh, I've always done that. I mean, that's how I, that's what gave me a career. I just, I put together songs. The first album was a new standard. Uh, the first song I ever sang that was a standard was The Way You Look Tonight and Father of the Bride. And that really turned me on, you know. Oh, yeah. To, uh, the Great American Songbook. And I, like I said, uh, eventually I got around to wanting to do an album of Burt Bacharach's music. And I did in, 19, in 2008, and it did really, really well. And this is a reissue mm -hmm. of that album plus seven more songs. So this is a 21-song edition of Back to Bacharach is the name of my album. Uh, Warner Brothers Records had suggested that, and I think it's a good idea because they have so many great songs. Yeah, that I couldn't, I couldn't even put a dent in, you know, in in their songs the first time around, you know. Well, I love the idea that you're doing it because you got to bring a certain style to it. I mean, you're right. They, they, they've. Got, I think I saw a thing where they have literally hundreds of songs, great stuff, and they were kind of the, you know, the Elton John and Bernie, uh, you know, back of, of in the 1960s. I mean, it really was. They they were a powerhouse team, and it's just great that you're able to do that. You know, and, and I think there must be something to it because I see guys like Rod Stewart and and uh, right. all these different people all wanting to do this kind of music. So I guess do you think it's something like you know you know you that, that you know that I, not to interrupt you, but you know I produced the Rod Stewart records, right? Did I did know not that? know that. Wow, they're yeah. great. And I, I I made a he I I produced three albums for him. The first one was went to number one in the nation. The next went to number two, and the next went to number four. And the first uh, album won uh, Rod his only Grammy. Wow! 
Well, and, and explain so, to me, so when you're working with a guy like Rod Stewart, I mean, I was a fan of his going back to the early days with faces and all that stuff. And, and he just shows his versatility, but he has to come to you and go, you got to work with me because it's something he hadn't done. I mean, he's done some ballads, but this is a different type of music. Yeah, and he loved it just like I did. I didn't grow up singing these songs. These were my parents' music, and uh, and these songs were. And the same with Rod. Back with more from Steve Tyrell in a few moments. In the meantime, while you're thinking about hosting your Thanksgiving dinner... Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier, has a few suggestions. Okay, so what are we going to serve? Assuming they get into some birds or something, what type of things can we can we pair with those things that really make it special? Well, people are going to assume you're going to have some kind of starch like mashed potatoes, you know, and they're going to assume the Brussels sprouts. I mean, it's all pretty, pretty much people have a certain level of expectations. So the way you can kind of throw different things at it is, well, I mean, wine, of course. And Thanksgiving is a truly American holiday. So you want to be doing American wine, but maybe not, you know, everybody thinks California wine. And when I think California wine for Thanksgiving, I'm thinking Zinfandel, because it's the best time of the year to have Zin. It goes really well with turkey. There's all different levels of it, from light ones to big ones. But, um, but then, you, you know, as you start to really think about it, we've got 50 states in this country, and every one of them makes wine. So what I love doing is, so while I'm telling them, what, do you, what, do you, what kind of steak do you think, or what kind of animal do you think that is, I'll go, hey, you like that wine? What state do you think it comes from? And they start saying, oh, California, you know, oh, New York. If they don't ask Long Island. They don't ask Virginia. And those, they, those states make really, I mean, Long Island wines, North Fork, are incredible, incredible. So it's really fun to me. I get a kick out of pouring stuff that people have never in their wildest imagination even thought about, let alone I catch them and I pour it blind, so while they're drinking it and loving it, and, and they're nodding their head, yeah, this is great, I go, it's from Idaho. <laughs> what? <laughs> Eddie O, the wine guy, will be back next week. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps, Stephen Manchie, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with life change tea at getthetea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to getthetea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. Getthetea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best, naturally. All you have to do is log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health 
one teabag at a time. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Indie film distribution today doesn't leave a ton of room for experimentation, but once in a while, a film comes along that is so strange yet so grippingly interesting, you can't help but keep watching just to see what happens. Andrew Bachowski's Computer Chess is one of those rare films. Set in 1980 and shot on old-fashioned black-and-white video to recreate what amateur footage from the era would look like, the film follows an ensemble of characters at a computer chess tournament. The film's weaving storylines involve a young nerd's questioning of his mentors and subsequent sexual awakening, a hotshot programmer's fall from grace, a chess grandmaster running at the tournament who seems perpetually surprised to see a female programmer at the proceedings, and rumors about the tournament and the brilliant minds who designed the chess software being watched by the Pentagon, trying to glean candidates for their next project. It's hard to pin down what makes computer chess so fascinating. It is humorous, hypnotic, and unconventional, an example of the kind of film never found in the multiplex. But with luck in your pocket, a gem uncovered at a film fest, or through the Indie Film Minute that leaves your film horizons expanded. Computer Chess. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to recording star Steve Tyrell, who has re-released a great album, Back to Back Rack. Like, he, he talks about how he, you know, he used to sit in the living room and his mom and dad played these songs. And the same with Paul McCartney. Same with so many of us from my generation. This was our parents' music. So we knew about it our whole lives. I mean, yeah. and 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 finally got around to each one of us separately uh, discovering how great these songs are and how we wanted to sing them ourselves, you know? 
Yeah, and I, and I think it's kind of really cool, and I love seeing this great American songbook continue. And like you're saying, it just is added, like with the Bacharach stuff. And I guess, do you think you'll see McCartney and Lennon eventually? It'll it'll kind of fall into this cat, at least some of it, you know, fall into that great American uh, book. I think some of their songs will. I'm not sure that, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I love the Beatles, so when yeah. they did those songs, these are not. These songs were meant to be sung by many people. They weren't meant to, but the Beatles songs are pretty much the Beatles songs. Yeah. You know, Yesterday and Michelle and, I don't know, it's not the same as, you know, Fly Me to the Moon. Right. Or, right. Uh, or those kind of songs, or Burt Backrack's, you know, yeah. Alfie, or um, those songs, Burt's songs were, the Great American Songbook were meant to be sung by many people, and they have been. Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra, Rod Stewart, me, uh, yeah. Michael Buble, all can sing. The difference is everybody can sing the same song, and you can like 10 versions of the same song. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think you're going to like 10 versions of a song the Beatles did because they did them so well, and they're so they, they're just not designed to be sung by a million people, you know? Well, no, that is a great point. But, you know, the song, The Way You Look Tonight, I know a lot of people have done it. Sinatra did it, a lot of people. But I think most people, because of the movie that it was associated with, really think of you with that. And that's got to feel great, considering all the people that have sung the song <clears throat> over the years. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, that song changed my life. I had no idea that it would. I mean, I just sang it. I was working. I did a lot of work in films, music for films. And... The director of Father of the Bride asked if I could do a more sentimental version of that song. And uh, for the big scene, when Steve Martin sees his daughter dancing with her husband for the first time, they wanted it to be a little more sentimental. And we came up with that arrangement. <clears throat> and uh, when they put it in the movie, just it so like crazy. And people identify me with that song. It was really funny makes my point about the great American songbook being, you know, being for all people in all generations. People came to me after Father of the Bride and they couldn't believe how the way you look tonight didn't get nominated for the Oscar. People would, because <laughs> it was from a big movie. Right. <laughs> and people would say, how come that song didn't get nominated for the Oscar? And I would say to them, because it won the Oscar already in 1935. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred Astaire. It already won the man. Oscar yeah. like 50 years before we did it, you know? It's something else. Hey, you know, people don't realize you, you've, done, you've done it all. I mean, you've worked behind the scenes. Of course, great singer. You've worked in movies. You also do a radio show in Los Angeles. Talk a little about uh, what that experience is like. Well, that it's on KJAZ 88.1. Uh, and... Uh, the owner of the station came to me with this idea and asked me if I would be interested in doing it. And of course I love the, the idea because what it does is I play a little bit more singers than most of the sta uh, station. This plays yeah. a lot of bebop and a lot of uh, real straight ahead jazz. But uh, I was able to, he wanted me to play more singers. I like, plus I still play miles and Herbie Hancock and, you know, many, yeah. many, uh, many uh, instrumentalists. But uh, it gave me a chance to go back and listen to all the music that uh, yeah, that I loved and concentrate on it. And, you know, go back and listen to Nancy Wilson again and Dana Washington and, you know, Aretha. Oh, it's great stuff. Yeah. Ray Charles. 
you know. That's how you you grew up with that kind of music, as I recall, right? I mean, you really liked R and B and stuff. Was your favorite yeah. in, the, in the early days? Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my roots. It's really rhythm and blues, you know. Cool stuff. Well, let's tell people first of all they can get the album. It's just just re released. Uh, this week uh, it's called back to back rack what great stuff right. there and they can get that everywhere i assume you know it's uh in amazon and uh of course in yes. local record stores and it's, it's 21 exist. songs it's 21 songs so they're you know it's it's an ex- expanded edition yeah you can't <coughs> you, you can't it can't mean beat it i'll tell you it's really good and if you're not really familiar with Bacharach music i think this is a great way to kind of kind of get a primer you know really some of his best stuff done by one of the greats speaking of which you're going to be in your usual place around the holidays i guess starting in late november uh cafe carlisle uh you excited right. about that my, again i mean you do that all the time i, th- I think it's well, great it's, it's my 14th year you know wow it's just you just and, love it huh i mean does that does that associate that with you well, with the holidays you know yeah, I mean, it's pretty much become kind of a, a thing that I do every year. And I took over for Bobby Short, who played the holiday season for the last uh, 30-something years. And when he died, they gave me that job. I've been there. This is my 14th year wow. playing at Cafe Carlisle. So Couldn't it's be been cooler. great. All <laughs> kinds of people come to see me there, you know, because... You know, like last year, I got I stepped off the stage and Sting was standing there, you know. Oh, man. And, <laughs> yeah, that's... And, what a compliment. Yeah and, yeah, and he had seen the whole show. He, he snuck in the back. I said, hey, man, when did you? I didn't know you were here. He said, yeah. I said, how long have you been here? He said, I saw the whole set. Wow. And, and uh, he told me one of the songs I did made him cry. I said, well, man. Wow. <laughs> Quite a compliment. You made me cry about being here because he's great. But so many people. Hillary Clinton came to see me. And uh, the 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 first place she went after she lost the election was the Cafe Carlisle. Her and Bill and Chelsea wow. came to see me. You know, I've, it's not a political right. Thing not just either. I mean Donald know. Trump. I've seen him many times. You know, uh, and Regis. Back with more from Steve Tyrell in a few moments. Time now for our weekly feature, Luxury Living Vegas Style, with Katie Madrano, the star of Flipping Vegas, which is seen regularly on the DIY Network. I know sometimes, and we talked about it, you're from the Bay Area, too, where literally you can get into these bidding wars with people. Is that a mistake sometimes, though, where because you get caught up to it in the same way you do in an auction, you could actually end up paying really more than it's actually worth no, great, great observation because with auctions, it's been my experience that that's actually what happens. <laughs> You're paying infinitely more and that really, it's kind of a bait and switch, which upsets me sometimes with buyers because, they're, oh, wait, oh, the starting bid is there. I was like, oh, no, but you're going to be way, and I've tested this theory multiple times with multiple buyers in different price ranges. When you get perhaps to auction, auction.com or then it has additional fees that you don't typically have. So stuff like that, you really need to know what the bottom line is and what you're actually paying and make sure you know don't get don't let your emotions get in the middle of it know what your know what the value is again you have to know the value and know that that's your cutoff do not go above that just because you're you know completely pumped and you're trying to beat out the next guy don't do that know what the value is and you can't ever make a good investment without knowing what true value is on a property and you can visit gady on her website it's gady real estate spelled g-a-d-y gadyrealestate.com you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchi, coast to coast on the Biz Talk Radio Network. But I'll make it cause I'm shooting high, shooting high, shooting high. 
Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to GetTheTea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. GetTheTea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best, naturally. All you have to do is log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health one teabag at a time. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to recording star Steve Tyrell, who has re-released a great album, Back to Back Rack. Yeah, it's what we associate Christmas and New York City. I mean, it's just, it's a must. When are you going to get out to Las Vegas, though? I, people ask me, when's he coming out to Vegas? I said, I'll ask. We play there about once a year. We play at... Uh, uh the last couple, we've played everywhere in, in in Vegas, but the last couple of years, we've played at, uh, oh God, what's the name of the place? Man, he caught me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, we played there several times. John, where do we play in Vegas? Oh, the Smith Center. The Smith that's Center. Right. Great place. Yeah. Well, great yeah. facility. Oh, man, that's great. Well, the next time you come out, I don't want to miss that. And in the meantime, if anybody's going to New York City, he's there a whole number of days. It's well worth it if you can get tickets. Uh, I'll be, I'm there for five weeks. From, so come and see me. I'm there from the Tuesday after Thanksgiving till New Year's Eve. We certainly will, and if we can't get out there, we can certainly buy the album Back to Back Rack. Hey, th- thanks so much, Steve. Always a pleasure to talk with you. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you, man. Las Vegas is a place of great entertainment, and you see people on the rise here. Some of the talent is incredible, and we're talking with an up-and-comer, Eddie Fuse, who's been doing this since he was a kid from Detroit, Michigan. Eddie, in the world of hip-hop, you're coming from uh, Motown. What brought you out to Las Vegas, and how's it going so far? I mean, um, the bright lights. Uh, I was watching TV one time in Michigan. Um, it's really dark there. So when you were a kid, you always want to go to the brightest places. Vegas lit me up. I saw it on TV, and I was like, I got to get there. So when I got a chance, I, that was the first thing I did was get on the first things moving, moving and get to Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Now, but, you know, you've been into music since you were a kid. At 13 years old, yeah. uh, you started rapping and so forth. Was this like, did you know right away, even as a youth, that this is what you wanted to do for a living? No, actually... I didn't because my parents were um, in a church really a lot. And I used to hate singing. I used to have to sing a lot. Like I was in a choir. I was in um, so many different boy groups and different things like that growing up as a kid that it was kind of discouraging a little bit. But when I got older, I understood that I actually had a gift. So it was like, okay, well, let me just do this now. So that was the direction I moved in after, um, after first experiencing music through church. How difficult was it to kind of tell your family, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do music, but I'm going in a different way? Uh, that was very difficult, seeing that we come from a very strong uh, spiritual background. Um, one of the main things was my dad. My dad was really like let down a little bit from 
me going taking the choices that I, making the choices that I made and going in the direction that I went in with the music. But they're supporting me now and they're behind me now. You know, that was kind of like the first stepping stone was like letting them understand like this isn't me, but this is me. And it took some time. It took some time. Reading through some of your stuff and you can go, Eddie's stuff is all over the internet. Some great stuff. You can listen to his music and so forth. But you, you give kind of the credit or say like your heroes were actually your grandparents. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, both of my grandfathers, Jesse Lee Timmons, uh, Eddie Rashid, they both are deceased. Uh, that's how I got my rap name, Eddie Fuse, was both of their names. I put them together. Those are my heroes. Those are the guys that taught me how to become a man, gave me morals, and uh, Put those those things that a kid needs, those you know certain ingredients that children need, then instilled them in me growing up. And hip hop is such an important thing. Was that sort of the thing too? Because it kind of growing up and so forth, uh, coming from Detroit and so forth. It's definitely a culture shock. It's a culture shock, honestly, because um, Michigan is a beautiful place. Detroit is Harlem in New York. You know what I mean? It's like Gotham, the Batman. You know, it's a dark city, but bright people with a lot of hope. So. Happened there because you know Detroit was such a vibrant city when I was a kid. You know the auto capital of the world and so forth. And it's kind of like I guess the auto business uh, kind of took a dive and everybody forgot about it. I wouldn't say we actually, it, it was forgotten about. I would just say that it was downsized. And with the downsizing that took place, it affected a lot of people in a negative way, and that resorted to high rates of crime and a lot of miscellaneous random acts of violence that shouldn't partake. You get what I mean? Yeah. So. I would say that they didn't really damage the, the industry, but they damaged the people is what happened. Well, we were just talking before we started this conversation, and I thought, really fascinating, and how different the world of recording is and so forth. You know, we were saying back in the day, you would put out an album and see what happened there, maybe do a tour to push the album. Now it's a completely different thing, and I was fascinated to learn that you don't just perform, you put music together, and it's more than just that. It's merchandising and so forth. Yes, sir. Well, that's a part of the game. You know, it all goes hand in hand. Uh, if I go do a show, I actually have a show tomorrow at UNLV tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to take T-shirts, CDs, and stickers and lanyards because it's hand in hand. It's a part of your marketing experience. You can't be an artist or a rapper or entertainer and someone likes what they see and you can't hand them something to walk away with. It's like, hand, it's like a handshake, you know what I mean? You got to be able to give them a handshake at the end of the show. So that's my handshake, is being able to bring my memorabilia with me and being able to connect with people on that level and them just taking a part of me or a piece of me with them. Right, and is that because radio has lost some of its influence on that? As you say, and again, with so much competition on all the various social media outlets and so forth, it's really the way you have to compete, right? It, 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 you, you can't do this business, really, unless you understand the entire, uh, the entire spectrum. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a grid to this whole game. And if you don't follow the rules, you won't make it in this game. And it starts very small. It starts very small. It, it could be a CD. But if, if you're going to sell that CD, you got to be consistent. It's consistency wins in this game. And you, play, you must play by the rules, man. You can't break the rules. It all goes the same. Well, let's talk a little about your philosophy because I know you're – the community is important to you. You know, Las Vegas is important, so you're giving back and so forth. You know, we're in a place with a lot of talent. People, again, can listen to a lot of your music online. But where do you see this in five years from now, say in 10 years? 10 years, I see myself owning um, a multi-center where I can have children come through and learn how to operate different machines and services where they can earn different degrees and different qualities and be able to go out in the world and get services and get jobs and be managers walking into buildings because they have a certain amount of knowledge and they were tuned and trained in certain programs to be you know very successful 
you know, part of that, too, I think, is confidence. I mean, we hear you. You have a lot of confidence. That's got to be important, too, if you can pass that on to people, because that's part of the success uh, thing. Energy is everything. Energy is everything. If, you have, if you're not a person that's walking with a certain kind of posture and light about yourself, then you're not going to be anybody. It's like you're just an average mo. But I'm not average. I, I carry myself in a certain kind of way every day. I wake up and I'm like, today we're going to be great because we're destined to do great things. Well, you do do great things. Some of the stuff here, and I'm fascinated by it because I can't do it. So it interests me. This idea of uh, rhyming, I mean, how does that, how does that start? Kind of give me the process, if you would. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I used to write a lot of poetry when I was a kid. Like, uh, <laughs> just rhyming words, you know, banana, fanta, ladder, whatever you want to say, you just make the words rhyme. But it kind of started from poetry, which led to me being able to write lyrics and whole raps and stuff like that. Roses are red, violets are blue. You know, it's, you know, it's just, it's just like it's that simple. It's that simple. Well, yeah. we gotta let people know too. There's another word sometimes besides roses are red and violets oh, are blue. Absolutely, there is a little profanity. But let me say this: music is a free expression of creativity. And so, if sometimes a curse word come out, maybe you gave that was what that person felt at the time. Maybe that was what Michael Jackson wanted to say, or Stevie Wonder wanted to say. You know. Uh, but we still appreciate their arts and craft because we love their music. So, I mean, I never really judge the swearing. Sometimes I just let it go by. It flies by because I swear sometimes myself. More with Eddie Fuse, one of Vegas's leading voices in the world of hip-hop, in just a few moments. Time now for our Vegas Art Minute with Brett Maley of Art Encounter. You may know Brett as the fine art expert from the hit TV show Pawn Stars. I want people to understand, too, where they see you on Pawn Stars, and there's some great pieces, and you're coming in to look at it and be the expert. But they have to realize, Art Encounters, this place is incredible. It's not a pawn shop by any means. They have to understand. So why don't we talk a little about what they'll find when they come here? And also also talk, if you would, about how you, you can pick them up from the Strip or wherever they happen to be. Sure. We're a, we're a destination gallery. We've, we kind of refer to ourselves as a boutique gallery. We're not, you know, a, a strip gallery or just kind of a, a kind of a kitschy, fun, you know, touristy gallery. We're for serious collectors, and, but we try to make ourselves accessible to people if they're coming to Las Vegas. We offer a free limo service where we'll pick you up at the hotel. If you would like to make an appointment, if you're coming to town, we can pick you up at the airport to come see our collection. I'd put our collection of art, and I know, Steve, you probably agree. You, I took you around a little earlier, and we've got some amazing pieces of 19th and 20th century masters that, quite frankly, many of which would be at home in a museum. And you can actually you know, come in, look at them, and the majority of them are for sale. And, uh, uh, you know, again, you, you're not going to find a better collection. You don't forget to mention Vegas Never Sleeps to the folks over at Art Encounter. When you call them up and want to visit, they'll pick you up from your Vegas hotel in their limo. What a great way to visit an incredible art gallery. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you make it. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. 
Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with life change tea at getthetea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to getthetea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. Getthetea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best naturally. All you have to do is log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. Getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Changing America's health one tea bag at a time. Hey, Bubsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada boom, bada bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Some films were never intended to be classics. Five dollars a day didn't even make it to the theaters. With a cast including favorites Christopher Walken and Sharon Stone, it might have if it had had any such aspirations. But in this case, the intent was all about having fun. Walken plays scam artist Nat Parker, who lives his life on the hustle, never paying for anything that can be had for a twist. He wins radio contests. He has IDs showing birthdays for every day of the year and frequents restaurants that give free meals to birthday boys. He even drives a logoed, promotional, hot pink, sweet and low car because he gets free gas in return for his humiliation. Parker now has cancer and seeks to rekindle a relationship with his estranged, conservative-leaning son. He apparently needs his boy to drive him to New Mexico for experimental treatments. Or is this just another ruse? With enough of a plot to keep us interested, enough laughs to season the pot, and even a wild 52-year-old bikini-clad Sharon Stone to pass the time with, $5 a day is worth the price of admission, if you can't find a way to get it for free. $5 a day, not in theaters, discovery through rental. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within... 
Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have Ta-da! to. Ta-da! Twinsies. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to hip-hop artist Eddie Fuse, who calls Las Vegas his home. Well, I remember as a kid loving Richard Pryor's stuff. And the thing I liked about it was he wasn't just swearing to be swearing. It mattered to the story. It didn't work without it. Is that kind of part of this, too? Like, where it's in there because it matters. And sometimes you have to swear to make a point. Yeah, it's kind of like storytelling, you know what I mean? It's like, you can tell your story, you can rhyme it, but that B word or that F would have let that person understand, like, yo, he meant what he said right there because he said, yo, F this. (laughs) So you knew he really meant he was walking out of the door, you know what I mean? So sometimes it's just an emphasis on certain words just to just, you know, close something or open something, you know? You just never know. So who were your influences? I know you talk about, uh, I read some stuff about Stevie Wonder and stuff, but who was your, who was your influences and kind of, how has it kind of developed over uh, time as, the, as you get further into the, to the business? Some of my influences, uh, Stevie Wonder, first of all, because I'm from Motown. He's from Motown. I'm a Motown kid. He's one of my favorite singers, uh, Aretha Franklin, uh, uh, Michael Jackson, my grandparents, my father, my mother. All these people are people I call hero and sheroes because they were people that instilled some kind of music vibe in me. I, I caught something from my dad. I learned about P-Funk and the Funkadelics. I learned about, you know, uh, Otis Redd, and I learned about all those old guys that, that, that get the soul. I, got, I learned it from my dad, but from my mom, I learned about uh, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin, like uh, Diana Ross, you know, all of, those, all of those ladies because my mom had a different ear from my dad. But it was all still good music, you know? I mean, that's some of the really the best stuff we've, we've had. And it's kind of interesting to see, um, you know, how hip-hop has developed and so forth. Do you have any people right now that you kind of like, wow, I like where they're going with this, and maybe I'm going to do something like it and take it to a whole nother level? Drake and Kendrick Lamar. Um, those two guys are exceptional. I feel like the music and the messages that they're putting out is beautiful. It's very beautiful, man. And um I hope that one day I can make music to touch millions and like they're touching millions. Uh, I, I really want to do that. So let's talk about your future now. You know, I know we were just talking beforehand. Uh, you've got a, a lot of stuff coming up here in Vegas. You're going to play a lot in Vegas. You got any plans on taking it out of the area at all? Yes, sir. Um, that's one of the main things I was focusing on this summer coming up was going on tour. I got a couple tours lined up. I'm not going to drop the names on them right now because I'm going to give my uh, marketing team a chance to do their job and publicize it the way it's supposed to be publicized but yeah we're going on tour real soon real soon and again that's that's an important part of this too you know you it 
you could be the best uh, musician in the world, have the best stuff, and if you're not getting the word out. So uh, you got to stay on top of that, too. Absolutely. And you know what? I tell people all the time, I started off doing everything by myself, and that was the worst thing I ever did. The best thing I ever did was put people around me that had wisdom and that were older than me, that were smarter than me, and that could help me grow as an individual. So get some help if you need help. Don't, be, don't have too much pride to humble yourself and say, hey, can you help me, please? So as we go on, you're going to hit the road, and then you're producing stuff. Do you have people coming to you all the time? I mean, do you get stuff in the mail like, hey, what do you think of this? Absolutely. I get clothing brands. I have people uh, contact me from the casinos around the city to come host their events and do meet and greets and stuff like that. Even Salvation Army, we're going down there on the 17th to feed the homeless, and we're giving out T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. So it's mainly about us, people reaching out to me, but I'm always – for the to give back service type thing. Like, if you reach out to me and it's not about money, you're just like, yo, Eddie, I need you here because I need you here. I'll be there. Now, are you excited, too, about what's going on in Vegas where it seems like every time you turn around, they're building another arena, another theater, and so forth? I mean, this place is becoming another music city. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's a lot of money here already, but now they're just going to bring more money. <laughs> they're just going to pile it in. It's like a melting pot of money right now. Uh, I love Las Vegas, man. Everything about Las Vegas is beautiful, man. Vegas strong. Well, let's tell people how they can find out more. Let's see. First of all, uh, tell them where to go on social media. I know you're all over that, but they want to hear you. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat at EddieFuse313. That's EddieFuse313. Or my email is EddieFuse at gmail.com. Hit me up. I'm there. iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Just type in EddieFuse. You'll see me. That's right. We're going to keep a close eye on you, and we'll be talking to you probably maybe next year, and uh, this whole thing will just explode. It's great stuff. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you. You know, folks have been sending me emails with the same particular topic. They're asking me, hey, you talk about museums all the time, but what are the ones we just can't miss? Now, I do talk about museums a lot. There's some great ones in Vegas. And first and foremost, I think the Mob Museum and the Neon Museum are the absolute have-to-go-tos in town. They're close to each other. In fact, you can buy packages where you get both of them together. They're both well worth the time. But there are others in town, too, and it kind of just depends on what you're interested in. If you love sports, why don't you visit the Las Vegas Motor Speedway? They have some incredible things to see there. And if you're a hockey fan, you got to go over to the T-Mobile Arena. They have some things, even when the team's not in town, that you can check out. Now, if you're a kid at heart, I think you got to go to the Pinball Museum, which is now on the Strip. And also, there are some great museums like the Burlesque Museum and the Showgirls Museum. I hope that kind of helps you a little bit. And speaking of knowing Las Vegas, it's time for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. If I like barbecue, where in town do you do you have a favorite spot, or do you hear about a place that we need to check out? This is a very touchy subject because the overall observation about barbecue in Las Vegas is that Las Vegas has no good barbecue. I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, but, uh, yeah, the barbecue is tough in Vegas. So I have a personal favorite, so that's all I can really share. And it is Benny's Barbecue at Binion's downtown Las Vegas. Uh, this place has a, uh, a smoker that I think they said cost $200,000. It was some outrageous amount uh, that was spent on this smoker, and it is the best barbecue that I have had in Vegas. I honestly can't even think of a second place because there are just so few. Uh, There have been some rumors that there's going to be a barbecue place at the Palms, 
So I'm waiting for that to happen. Uh, some of the other places are just kind of, uh, I, I think they satisfy. Yeah, they're, they're changed, but uh, I got to go to Benny's on this one. Uh, this used to be uh, Benny's bullpen, and now it's Benny's uh, barbecue and brews. So here's the backup plan. These are kind of neck and neck. Ellis Island, it's off strip. It's about a block away from uh, Bally's. Ellis Island, I'm, I'm going to say best on the strip, and Benny's is the best downtown. So that's, for me, that's barbecue in Vegas. You can read Scott Daly at VitalVegas.com. Also, make sure to follow him on Twitter. It's always got great stuff. You'll get it before anybody else. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Next week, you'll meet a local star and a true rock star at that, Paul Shertino, formerly the lead singer of the rock group Quiet Riot. See you next weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Beaver! The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you make it. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.